I, I feel like I have to do everything. I have to be there for her. I have to, you know, just be present. And she's like, if you're not taking care of yourself first, you can't be present. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, she's going to see mommy and, you know, in a light that we don't want them to see us yeah. in. A depressed light. Yeah. You know, call it thing a thing. You don't want, you don't want to carry on that habit of making the next generation or anybody feel like it's not okay to always be yourself. Right. Like always, even regardless if you have a child, if you switch a job, if you get a new house, if whatever, you know, you have to fight for yourself. You have to advocate for yourself because if you don't, who's going to do it? It can't and be they, them. It can't be your kid. You know? <laughs> they don't know. They're too young to put that kind of pressure on. When when they see you, it should be like, oh my gosh, like this human being that I'm with all the time, I just love you so much. Oh my goodness. And I don't, I don't think either of us want our kids to feel any other way other than, yes, I am a single mom, but aside from the label of it, like I'm your person. Like yeah. I want you, I want you to know it's us. <laughs> like we're in this. I'm Jill Sutton, and welcome to Living Her Legacy, a podcast that features heart-to-heart conversations between mamas who are navigating everything that changes after having children. Right now, let's give ourselves grace to change, to let go of what no longer serves us, and unapologetically take up space. This knowing and owning our self-worth is the key to living a fulfilled life, our best life. Don't just leave a legacy, live one. Hello, and welcome to the Living Her Legacy podcast, episode two. Today, I'm blessed to talk with Tony and Elena, two hardworking single moms who happen to be best friends. They are navigating all things motherhood together. Their love and support for each other is palpable. Today, we get honest about the difficulties of single parenting, the values we want to demonstrate to our children, and highlight the importance of maintaining adult relationships. I hope you enjoy. Hello. Um, I love you both so much. I have been looking forward to this since Holly Furtick's Reflect and we sat near each other. Yes. And I just want to say like both of your joy and personality, like it's just infectious. I want to be around you. So I just am so glad that you guys are here. I'm pumped for today. And yes, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, If you both want to kind of introduce yourselves, say a little bit about yourself, maybe your story, just so the audience knows a little bit more about you. I guess I'll go first. (laughs) Well, I'm Antoinette. I am a single mom of a beautiful uh, girl named London, who is my pride and joy. Uh, She's two. I am a property manager here in Charlotte. I am also working on getting my real estate license. So I take my test in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, I'm just, just enjoying life, being enjoying a mom, loving a mom life. And then my name is Elena. I'm 36. I work for um, US Radiology. I am a single mother of a gorgeous five year old named Michaela. We met in college. I had a friend, she had a roommate, but I met her because I went with my friend down to her room because my my friend was going to see her roommate. So ever since that moment, I think literally we have been like joined 
at the hip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's um, one of those things that's been an evolving re relationship and, you know, we've had our breaks in between and everything like that. But now I think our bond is the strongest it's ever been with us having that break and with us meeting back in college when we were so young. And it really just helps, you know, with being a single mom, having a friend that I trust, that's also mm. a single mom that I've known for 18 years. So yeah. it's like, at this point, it's like, duh, yeah. <laughs> you know, everything with her. So yeah, yeah it's my boo. That is awesome. I didn't know you guys knew each other for that long. That's amazing. Yeah. It right. doesn't seem like we, it just, it doesn't seem like it though. It I feel like sometimes it's like we just became friends all over again, especially when we did take that break. I thought yeah. that was our start over mm -hmm. um, yeah. to do, right? I think we both grew and um, were in need of friendship. So I, I think that's what's Genuine making us stronger. Friendship. Yeah, that's what's making us stronger. I think a lot of people like after college, you kind of, you're finding yourself again. So like some of those relationships you don't stay in touch with and you, your character is developing, your, your professional life is developing. And then, so how did you guys reconnect? Um, she was already here. I was still living in Fayetteville. She mm. was in Charlotte. She was trying to get me to move to Charlotte. And I was like, him hollering. I was like, mm, I don't want to go because Fayetteville was all that I knew. And so she's like, okay, bump it. I'm going. So she left. After she left, I think a couple of years, I came to Charlotte and she wasn't here, but then she ended up coming to Charlotte. And I think we just think picked up the phone one day, like, hey, what you doing? Let's let's hang out. And I that was pretty much it. We've been hanging out ever since. Yeah. And I was with her journey with her daughter, and now she's on my journey with mine. So it's it's been amazing to have that support and it be her. I don't know if it could have been anyone else True. and mm. receive the things that she's telling me or helping me with, because I don't think a lot of my other friends have been there where she has. Yeah, it's definitely destined, I think, for me to have my daughter first, just because of our personalities. Oh, yeah. You know, like I definitely needed to be the one to like hit it first and fight through it. And then like when she came along, it was like, friend, like I got you. Like I've been through this exact walk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, if, if anything, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, the yeah, ugly. ugly. <laughs> you know, who's kidding? Like to be a parent at all, it's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Especially mm -hmm. if you're by yourself. It's yeah. like, whoo, whole life change literally in a moment. Mm -hmm. It is a life change. And for the better, but yeah. so many challenges that come with it. And we have to adapt, especially as a mom, like, okay, we're mom now. That's it. Your whole life changes. Literally. I feel like nothing else really <laughs> exists anymore. It's our, it's our kids schedule. It's <laughs> right. like, well, let me check my planner. I have a planner now. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> and that's just so I can make sure like with my daughter, like I keep everything in line and you know, ready to go. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely been a, it's been a journey. I'll say that it's been a journey. One that has a lot of good, bad, ugly. And mm -hmm. it's, been, it's been a walk. It's been a heavy walk, but yeah. it's been enjoyable because mm -hmm. I do have my friend, like, yeah. you know, so yeah. I think something that really suffers is like adult relationships after kids. So oh, how yes. is it that you guys have like maintained this relationship because life gets busy having a kid. 
Yeah. Um, I think for me, she, I just make sure I make a point to talk to her, yeah. to talk to her at least every day or every other day, because mm -hmm. I, like we recently just were talking about is it's funny how our seasons go. Like whenever she's having a rough season, I'm in a good season. So we're able to balance each other out. Uh, and so I think with having those different kind of seasons, we have to talk to each other to get each other through that. Because I think if it was any other way, I just, I don't think it'd be going that great. No, honestly, no. And, and, and she's teaching me how to make time for mm -hmm. adult relationships, because mm -hmm. when we do we get consumed mm -hmm. into our kids lives that we forget who we are mm -hmm. and what we like to do and what we want to do our dreams and all that and so it's important to have someone who has walked that journey to say hey girl you you're going down that that path <laughs> let's back up let's come back in so she's really been getting on me about that lately it just yeah I think too of, with both our daughters we were in the postpartum yeah. you know and bad <laughs> both were bad and so it's we realize after getting out of that, we we need each other. Yeah. We need that relationship. That I, I think that's what you know God wanted us to have is yeah. relationships. You know, so mm. it's, it's very. Yeah, I guess on my end, yeah, we're very intentional. Like with everything we do, like there's a certain breakfast spot that we go to that yeah. we go to, and it's just her and I. We can't take the kids there because that's our thing. Being intentional with like you know on weekends, going to each other's house with our daughter, backpacks, just having that time, spending that weekend, cooking dinner, venting. Yeah. Venting when the kids go to bed, have a glass of wine together and there's no judgment. And I think that's very important with being intentional. We've also had to learn, like, we can't judge, like it's a judgment-free life happens situation yeah. all the time, whether it's good, whether we're crying, whether we're laughing, mm -hmm. it's, it's all going to happen. Let's have our moment. And then let's get off of our soapbox and keep going because right. our kids will wake up at six in the morning and be ready. And we got to be ready. To we got to turn it back <laughs> on, you know? So yeah, I think the the simplified answer would be just being intentional with each other, being intentional with each other's kids. It's all about being intentional. I love that. I think some of the premise of what I wanted to do with this living her legacy is really kind of what you said, Tony, about um, it's healthy for us to get out and to have those moments of being me again. And yeah. so often we feel like, but I have to be there for my kids. And we have that, that severe mom guilt, right? Yes. Guilt. Yes. yes. But what I'm learning on my journey is how unhealthy that is to show them mm -hmm. that I can't be myself and that this is how mom always is or, um, and so part of what, you know, my journey has been is to get into those things that I'm passionate about and to really like be myself and mirror that to my kids. Like this is healthy, like do your, do things that bring you joy, have time for yourself, set a time, set aside that, those things. So I love that you said that. And I'm freshly getting to that part mm -hmm. too. And again, if it wasn't for her, I think I still be sitting in that guilt because it's like, I, I feel like I have to do everything. I have to be there for her. I have to, you know, just be present. And she's like, if you're not taking care of yourself first, you can't be present. And so, like you said, she's going to see mommy and, you know, in a light that we don't want them to see us yeah. in. 
a depressed life. Yeah. You know, call a thing a thing. You don't want, you don't want to carry on that habit of making the next generation or anybody feel like it's not okay to always be yourself. Right. Like always, even regardless if you have a child, if you switch a job, if you get a new house, if whatever, you know, you have to fight for yourself. You have to advocate for yourself because right. if you don't, who's going to do it? It can't and be they, them. It can't be your kid. You <laughs> know? They don't know. They're too young to put that kind of pressure on. When, when they see you, it should be like, oh my gosh, like this human being that I'm with all the time, I just love you so much. Oh my goodness. And I don't, I don't think either of us want our kids to feel any other way other than, yes, I am a single mom, but aside from the label of it, like I'm your person. Like, yeah. I want you, I want you to know it's us. <laughs> like we're in this. Yeah. And so, yeah, it all, I just, I just love our humans. I just, I just really, I love being a mom. I love all the things I've learned. I, I just, I love our friendship, like everything lined up how it needed to which is beautiful for me. Like, mm-hmm. and your girls, me. your girls are beautiful. Oh my gosh. Ooh. It's so fun <laughs> to see the pictures. Oh my gosh. Every time I'm like, oh, I'm dying. It's like, that's mine. Like yeah. that's my kid. And I think our situations are different. Like she didn't want kids. Yeah, no. I didn't think I could have kids. <laughs> and here we are, we got kids. And it's like, it's one of those things like, oh my God. How would my life be if I didn't have yeah. you? Like, like I can't even imagine. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine not only that, but not momming with my best friend now. Yeah, you know, because you just don't know how much you're gonna need that. Like, oh yeah, the mental health of being a parent, I think, is so big and it's so ignored and so like ingrained to kind of like you have to always be the happy mom. You have to have the happy face. Yeah. You have to at least make it look like everything is going great. You're not falling off the wheels at all. We're, we're doing good. But mm-hmm. once again, leading to kind of what I said earlier, we allow that space to have that meltdown. And I'm always like, hey, let's do it. If we have to cry, look, girl, let's get some tissue and cry. You know what I mean? And then we will pick it all back up, encourage each other, affirm each other. Hey, you're a dope mom. You're doing great. Like, you, did you see her smile and wink at you? Or just those little things so that she or I don't get so lost and trapped in those little moments, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like other stuff. Like, or like other things too. We, I know for me for a while, I was looking at social media. Oh yeah. Seeing other women with their kids. I'm like, I want to, I can't do that. I want to do that. And it's just like, I don't feel like I'm a, a mom because I can't do that. Right. Because, oh, they can do this for their kid and I can't. And so like, am I a good mom? Yeah. Right. I have to tell my like, girl get off of there because you got to think <laughs> just like with us like right now we can sit with a straight face and if I be like hey say cheese we'll do what we have to do and then we go back to our regular life and mm-hmm. so my thing with her whatever season she's in like dude let's let's not do that we're us there's no timeline to things being a certain way everybody's child is different every parent's different yeah. like why are we holding ourselves to the standard of somebody else we don't even know we don't know what their struggle was before or after that picture. Sure. So it's just constant intentional. Yeah. I think it's the word. It just literally everything intentional. Yeah. I really think what we see on social media is kind of fostering that toxic positivity. Like yeah. 
everything's perfect. Everything's so great. And that's not reality. And that's not good for us mentally to see, because then we feel like we're failing and it's not good for us to present that to our kids either. Like mommy's fine. Everything's fine. Because then if they have a moment, they think something's wrong with me because I'm having a moment, you know, my mom's never, she's always got it together. But in reality, it's just that stuff was hidden. And so they don't learn to have their feelings. They don't learn to work through things. I agree with you. I think that social media sometimes has really put a damper on like us being ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And being okay to be ourselves. Absolutely. Whatever that looks like. There's only one you. And so for whatever you're doing, you know, I always say, if you got breath in your body, there's a purpose for what you're doing. There's a reason you have the child you have. There's a reason you're choosing to parent your child the way that you do, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, I think maybe for both of us, a lot of things that we may have grown up knowing or accepting or the people we were trying to be or any of that with us both having our daughters, it's like, we want something so different. Yeah. for them yeah. we want to be honest with them we want to be vulnerable with them I'm like hey I'm your friend and your mom but I'm your mom first oh, like let's not that. get confused yeah. <laughs> you know but I'm your friend and aspect of I want to be the one to explain it to you because I know that it's going to come from a pure place right. and I think we're both just we make sure we're intentional about having those times with our kids taking those breaks having those laughs crying everything like it's what a whirlwind (laughs) oh my goodness if you could Uh speak to either yourself or someone newly in your situation what encouragement would you give Mm. encouragement give yourself some grace just give yourself some grace and you are not going to be perfect every time you're not going to get it right, especially if you're a first-time mom. You're not going to get it right. What is right? You know, mm, that's like so true. subjective. Like, what is what is right? Your right or my right? You know? That was a good but, yeah. I think for me, I just, I needed to learn to give myself some grace. You know, I, I think I just needed to be okay with doing what I can and not trying to be perfect or being that person or that mom that I see on Facebook Mm -hmm. just be okay just it's you're gonna get there you're gonna get you're gonna get to the point where you need to be it's it's a roller coaster it's up and down a lot of crying a lot of wine a lot of wine a lot of wine yeah just don't be breastfeeding but it's a lot of wine (laughs) 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 but um I just I, I wish I just would have just took in the, her first year. I would have took the pressure off myself. Mm-hmm. I just, I wish I would just go with the flow. But, you know, we live and learn. And now I'm there. And she's still great. She still loves me. And so. That's good, friend. Mm-hmm. And my, I, I'm like, in your honor of all of that, though, I would say you did have a COVID baby. And you had I a did. whole COVID pregnancy experience. I did. So you did the best you rough. could with the anti-socialing rough. that we were kind of forced yeah. to be in. So yeah. I just want to first tell you, I, I, you've, you've done an amazing job. I tell you all the time, but thank you. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, about myself, ooh, I would probably I say you're stronger than that situation that you're in. That it's okay to love. It's okay to be loved. It's okay to need help. 
but as long as it's the right kind of help that part um because I'm the kind of person where I try not to tell people I need anything I just kind of try to keep chugging along if I can't figure it out then I gotta figure it out you know but yeah I would have told myself then to select who you trust with your life and your decisions and your goals carefully Mm. you know somebody who will speak life into the dream that you have not only for yourself but for your child it's not necessarily for everyone to understand why you move the way you move but the ones who you're going to need on your walk (laughs) they're going to get it you don't have to explain that you know so yeah I think I would have told myself to just choose who I trust and like trust myself if nothing else trust my decisions trust the kind of mom I am for the kind of daughter I have and that's something that in the beginning I didn't feel right because I felt like people were telling me how to mom a child that they've never had to mom and they never had to do it as a single mom you know so I, I would definitely tell myself just be more open honest with myself just just positive be okay with the not okay moment Mm-hmm. it's it's not what it looks like on a tv series oh no you know I suffer from mental health and so especially if you suffer from that or you feel like you do you need somebody to mm-hmm. have that breakthrough moment at 2 a.m like hey my kid is sweet now but now I need to break down and that's okay you yeah. know and I just yeah I would have I would have definitely gave myself more grace but I am glad I went through it how I did because then I found out my friend would need me, you know, (laughs) three years later, my friend's going to need me. And I didn't know at the time, but it definitely, I think helped with just like, Hey, well, friend, let me tell you, that's not going to last long. You got about three more weeks of that. And that's over. (laughs) Let's keep going. Like I call, look, I call her before I found out. Hey, did did Kayla do this? Okay. She did. Okay. Okay. Girl, it's fine. I got a sock on it. It's cool. (laughs) What does it mean to you? to be living in your legacy you go first you go first you go first go Go ahead I don't know tell them I forgot (laughs) I feel like just living your life and loving your life the way it is because that's showing your child that even though it may not be perfect as long as you're happy and you're loving what you do that's all that matters. Because if you don't love what you do, are you going to be successful? And then you're going to be unhappy. And then it's just like, how can I build this legacy on something that I'm not happy about? And so that's why now I'm making sure that at the end of the day, I'm happy. I'm happy with who I am, with what I'm doing with my life, mm-hmm. how I'm raising my daughter. Um because she feeds off that. Yeah. I didn't realize that, right? So when you're when you're pregnant, she should tell me all the time, whatever you feel, she's gonna feel. I was like, all right, okay, whatever. But then when I used to like, you know, have a, a not so good day, and so she would ball up, mm-hmm. that's when I started to realize, okay, I gotta calm down because I don't want her to start her life already unhappy or angry and she don't even know before she just came out the room and she already mad you know so I just now I just I'm making sure that I'm happy for her and happy what I do so that way I that part I can pass on 
Uh, mine would be real short, sweet to the point. Um, the legacy of being real, being honest, being okay with not being okay, um, being okay failing, but showing that you, you should still try mm -hmm. to do your best. Um, so yeah, just a life of a legacy of purpose, of intentional action and love. And that's what I'm right now. A friendship. Yeah. Right. Because I'm like, when we step out on faith or we step into the unknown, it's like mm, it's scary. It teaches us, you know, about ourselves and teaches us things that we can again teach our kids because they're gonna come to that point. Yeah. Where and they're they gonna come to us. And if we can't answer it, it'll say, I don't know, or <laughs> go dot Google, you know, you don't want to do that. Yeah. You want to be able to tell them, you know, and be honest with them and be pure and Absolutely. I want it to come from me. I don't want it to come from anybody else. So Absolutely. I think that's important when you build your legacy. Because I, I don't think legacy can be achievable mm -hmm. if you don't have certain basics. That basic foundation. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because you'll crumble, right? You you'll you'll fall. Yeah. Because um, mm -hmm. you'll build something that's not real. Something and that's then not stable. And then when stuff hits the fan, yeah. you don't know what to do. Yeah. And you're just out here lost. I think that's what some was wrong with certain people, you know, in this world. They just didn't have the right foundation yeah. when they built their legacy. I think really, yeah, well, you guys both touch on it, like being authentic to you, to yourself yeah. is at the end of the day, what matters makes exactly. you who you are and exactly. being happy with that. I mean, if you are pursuing something that's not you for just the success of it yeah that's kind of like at the end of the day gonna leave you unfulfilled it's gonna right? be yeah emotionally mentally spiritually everything it's draining. just gonna feel off draining mm -hmm. and they're done that too yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah if it's not for you it, it's gonna take everything from you yeah. it's not gonna be energizing to you it's not gonna feel like it's something you want to do and be in intentional mm -hmm. I think that's like intentional where do you see yourself in five years in the same cul-de-sac in a new house <laughs> near my friend she can be a couple of doors down um or around the corner I've accepted around the corner but we're gonna live in the same neighborhood we're gonna have the cars that we want our kids are gonna be as amazing as they are and then some um yeah, this probably sounds kind of like stalker goals, huh? That sounds <laughs> enjoying my job, enjoying my life, feeling fulfilled, feeling happy, feeling like I'm walking in my purpose, feeling like I'm making the best decisions that I can for myself and my child. Yep. Yeah. Just I just being happy. Mm -hmm. I, I just I just want to enjoy. enjoy just these next yeah. couple years. I, I want to enjoy life. Yeah. I wanna be um just thriving in whatever it is that God has for me um, and the same for my daughter um, and just being dope at whatever I do. I know that's right. You know? Hey. <laughs> I love it. Well, I want to thank you both for showing up today, being authentically you. Uh, the most costly thing you can do is to be real. And I appreciate you. No we problem. appreciate thank you, you Jill. Thank you, Jill. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for joining today. My mission is to encourage you 
in that whatever season you are in, you can live with purpose and fulfillment. I want every mama to feel empowered with the ability to create change in order to be living your best life. A wonderful, free, and easy way to support this podcast is to follow and subscribe. What that does for you is bookmarks this podcast at the top of your page wherever you listen to your podcasts. It will also update to show you the latest episode released. What that does for me is it gives me the chance to be ranked in the podcast charts. Please also leave a star rating or a review. Not only does this help boost the credibility of the podcast, it also helps new listeners get a better understanding of the show. Plus, it gives me feedback on how I can make the show more enjoyable for all of you. There is a chance that I may read your review on a future episode. Also, during the month of January, anyone who leaves a review will receive one month free of my three-month affirmation journal. Write your review, screenshot it, and either send it to me in a comment on the Living Her Legacy Facebook group or send it on Instagram at Living Her Legacy Podcast. As a reminder, new episodes will be posted every Thursday. If you're interested at all on being on the podcast, please check out jillgsutton.com slash podcast. I'd love to have you on the show. Your voice can change the world.